Broadcasting live from the Treasure Island Sportsbook. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Live on the road. Here's your boy, Q. We are at the TI, the Golden Circle Sportsbook. We're going to be here till 3.30. Got cover three NFL news and notes of the day coming up. Plus, we honestly want to hear from you at uh, 702-365-9200 and also the Salmon Ash text sign, 69187, keyword R&R. Got a lot of different subjects that we've been talking about. Quick, fast, and in a hurry in this abbreviated edition of the show today. And we do have a very patient caller on the line, so let's go ahead and go out to L.A. and talk to our guy, Gangster Raider. What's on your mind, Gangster? Hey, what's happening? I just want to tell y'all, I really don't like this April Fool's Day holiday. I'm going to tell you why. I got shot on April 1st, 2003. And when I called my mom, it went through, went straight through my leg, so I wasn't really mortally hurt or nothing. So I called my mom trying to be calm so she wouldn't panic. And, you know, she hung up on me and said, April Fool's. <laughs> I'm not you know laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I was just calling because um, as far as the fan base, I think that's um, foolish to think that they're going to do something is the donkeys, the Denver donkeys. I think that's why um, they stadium caught on fire because that's a um, sign to show that this, this season is going to be a dumpster fire. You know what I'm saying? And I really like the backup signing um, of the um, quarterback. I forget his name, the one that used to play in Frisco. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mullins. Yeah, I, li- I like him a little bit better than I like Hinky. Remember I told you I wanted Hinky yeah. from Washington, Heineke, or however you say his name. Yeah. But I like him a little bit better than him, and I think that's a good pickup. And also, you know, I think um, people forget that, you know, the Denver head coach used to be Green Bay's offensive coordinator. And who was their number one we- weapon in Green Bay? Devontae Adams, Adams who's, a, who's a Raider now. So I think we got the inside edge of how he's going to probably try to run the team in the offense because Devontae Adams was his go-to dude. So I'm sure Devontae Adams knows his tendencies, what he likes to do. So that gives us another upper hand. And I think we should really um, sweep Denver this year because of that, just that one little piece. Everybody forget about that. What you think about that, Q? Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, thank you for the call, my man. I do appreciate you. And, yeah, Nathaniel Hackett is the head coach there in Denver, and so I, I think that there's no doubt that Devontae Adams will kind of give him a little bit of a, a you know inside track on what Hackett wants to do. And, you know, I'm interested in what Hackett's going to do as the head coach. You know, I mean, he was the, the quarterback coach. He was the guy there in Green Bay. I get it. You know, he, he's obviously uh, he's earned his job, but, I mean, this is a first-time job for him. I think this is going to be uh, a learning curve. And then on top of that, it's not like he's working with a quarterback that he knows. He's working with Russell Wilson. So now those two have to collaborate, and they have to work. Oh, by the way, Russell Wilson's in a new scheme as well, a new place, a new, a new home. So I think it's going to be a little bit of a, you know, a learning curve. Again, you've got – 18 weeks and 17 games to get it figured out. I'm sure they will. I'm not trying to downplay it, but I just think that it's not going to be as easy as a lot of people say. And I mean, just to pencil them in at 10 wins, you know, off the top, off the rip, is kind of like, whoa, okay. You know, again, I, I think Russell Wilson's a really good quarterback, but we've all seen his best success has been when he's had a great run game and a, a, a great defense, which what, what he had in Seattle. And I know that's what the expectations are in Denver. We'll just see if it happens to pan out like that. And so uh, we'll, we will see. But I know, I mean, look, just like Raider Nation would be fired up if they, you know, went out. And, well, look, I mean, the Raiders went out and made that big move for Devontae Adams. So everyone's fired up about that. So I understand why uh, the Denver Bronco fans are fired up about the opportunity that they have with Russell Wilson. So uh, good stuff, man. Thank you so much for that call. We do appreciate you. Now let's go ahead and jump into cover three. It's time for Q's Cover 3, NFL news and notes of the day, here on Raider Nation Radio 920. And as we get this started, uh, Damon, you said you had an update about uh, Max Crosby and the and, and the tweet that he put out about being a, a, a girl dad, having a baby on the way. 
Oh, yes. Former Raider Isaiah Johnson tweeted at him, am I wrong to be skeptical? And Max Crosby quote tweeted, because, you know, everybody's skeptical. It's April 1st. It's April 1st, yeah. You, and Max you just can't Crosby put no said, news out that th- on today. Real deal Holyfield. That's as real as it gets. All right, cool. There you go. Well, congratulations to Max Crosby and his uh, fiance Rachel, uh, for the baby girl on the way that maybe, like someone said on the text line, someone hit us up on text line and said, that's not a duck in that picture, Q. That's a baby condor. There you go. That'll be a funny joke. Next time we talk to Max at a, at a media session or something, someone's going to be like, hey, man, did you hear people thinking that was a baby condor in that picture? He'd be like, I guarantee it's going to be funny. That's going to be something that Max is going to have a good laugh about, and I'm sure uh, he'll enjoy. So there you go. But, hey, on a, on a day like today, everyone has to be skeptical about everything. Every piece of news I've seen today, I've taken my time before I really react to it. Even the Nick Mullen sign, signing that happened this morning, it was really slow. Like there was, I was looking around. I was like, you know what, let me verify this a couple more times before I actually kind of run with this. And so, you know, it took a while. But then finally, uh, you know, I just, I, I just kind of said, okay, that's, that's what's up. It, it's a done deal. Speaking of um, April 1st, how about this one? Someone made an account called at Vinny Onsenor. Instead of Bonsignor, it's Vinny Onsenor. It says, the Raiders have picked up Clee Farrell's 2023 fifth-year option. My guess, Josh McDaniel spoke highly of Farrell, and it's been known Patrick Graham is high on him. Uh, but that's from Vinny Onsenor on Twitter, not Bonsignor. So there you go. Vinny's got a – you know you made it when you got a fake account. When someone's got hit you with the fake account, that's, no, that's when you know you made it. Did Vinny have to respond and say this wasn't me? Because I didn't see this. No, no, he hasn't done that yet. But it just came out at 3.03. So, but it, it's everything. If you if you search at Vinny Onsignor, spelled the same as his name except for without a B, obviously, and it's right there. I had to double down and check it because I mean they put the they put the uh, picture and everything. So that's what kind of day it is today. Folks are just going out and uh, they're already crazy enough by putting a bunch of fake stuff out there. But today it's a lot of fake stuff out there. So there you go. But as I mentioned, Nick Mullins, the Raiders have signed Nick Mullins to be a, a backup to Derek Carr. Of course, they have Garrett Gilbert there as well. But I'll tell you right now, if it boils down to Nick Mullins and Garrett Gilbert, Nick Mullins is going to win that job. So he'll be the backup, the primary backup to Derek Carr. I think that that's a good thing. And the Raiders at some point are going to start grooming people to be that, that backup in that position for two, three, four years and not have to spend $10 million uh, a year to get a guy like they did with uh, Marcus Mariota the last you know couple seasons here in Las Vegas. So that's one piece of news that has to do with the silver and black. Also, wanted to uh, pass on that Jonathan Hankins, that's a guy that a lot of people have uh, been wondering, hey, are the Raiders going to re-sign him? Well, earlier today they did. They re-signed him to a one-year deal. He's been with the silver and black for four years. He's had 172 tackles, 13 tackles for loss, 25 quarterback hits, and he reunites with Patrick Graham, who was his former defensive line coach with the G-Men. So there you go. So uh, Jonathan Hankins and Nick Mullins both signed with the Raiders today. Uh, I think that that's a sneaky good move right there, bringing back Hank. And they got a lot of beef. They don't have a lot of real pass rush ability guys in the middle of that defensive line, but they've got a lot of beef. They've got a lot of guys that, that uh, are going to be really good at stop, stopping, the run, stopping the run. So obviously that's something that, uh, that Patrick Graham is really going to be big on, making sure that the, the middle of that line is, a, is an absolute run stuffer. And then they'll get the, the pass rushers uh, when they get them. And they have, obviously, Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. But right now, Andrew Billings, Bilal Nichols, Kyle Pico, Jonathan Hankins, Vernon Butler, Kendall Vickers, all those guys right there could be in the middle of that, uh, that Raiders defensive line. So that is a good thing. Uh, also, the NFL, they released today the offseason workout program calendar for every team in the league. And since the Raiders have a new head coach, first time they've had a new head coach in a while, uh, they will start on April 11th. That's their first day 
of uh, off-season workouts, and then voluntary minicamp will be April 25th through the 27th. Of course, the draft is on the 28th. That's when that starts. Uh, OTA off-season, the workouts are May 23rd and 24th, May 26th, June 1st through 3rd, and then June 13th through 14th, and then mandatory minicamp is June 7th and 9th. And uh, then you know they have a time off, and there's that little period off, and then, boom, it's go time. And then when it's go time, buckle up. Because <laughs> then it's, it's man, it, it, it's real then. So there you go. Those are the dates around the silver and black this upcoming season. Also for Cover 3, a couple more little quick nuggets I have for you. I talked about John McClain retiring yesterday, and I thought how cool that was. And, of course, he's the guy that joins the show each and every Tuesday at 3 o'clock. How about this? How, this, is, this shows you how, how well John McClain is respected. In the city of Houston, well, John tweeted this out. I continue to be blown away. Thank you to Mayor Sylvester Turner. That's the mayor of Houston. I'm going to City Hall on Tuesday to be honored with the proclamation that Tuesday is John McClain Day in Houston. How incredible is that? John McClain is getting Tuesday called John McClain Day in the city of Houston. So I say that he joins us every Tuesday. I don't know what time he's going to. I don't know what time he's going to City Hall. If for some reason he can't join us because I don't know he's busy at City Hall, you know, getting a, a, a day named after him or having a day named after him that day, we'll forgive him. We'll, we'll, we'll join him on Wednesday. It will be okay. So we're anticipating him joining the show on Tuesday, but he might not join us till, uh, till Wednesday because he'll be at City Hall. But that is awesome. I, I just think that that's super cool and shows you how much John McClain means uh, not only to the, to the sports world but to the city of Houston in itself. And then how about this one? I also want to thank Rockets owner Tillman Fertitta. I've been, asked, or I've been invited to take the first shot for charity at their game on April 10th. I'll embarrass myself by, mad, by badly missing the free throw. Someone takes before every game. A big thank you to Tillman. So there you go. So not only is he getting a day uh, named after him on Tuesday, but he's also going to take the first shot there at the Rockets game. And that's April 10th. I believe that's the last game of the season, regular season for the Houston Rockets. And they have no postseason uh, aspirations there. They might as well let him suit up. They, exactly. They're a, they're a terrible team. But uh, that's cool, man. He's going to have that opportunity to really close out the season doing the the, uh, the first shot like they do before every home game. So uh, John McClain getting some really, really good honors right there. I like that. Uh, and so can't wait to talk to him. Like I said, he might not join the show until Wednesday, but that's fine. <laughs> We're going to be okay if we have to wait until Wednesday to talk to, uh, to, talk to one John McClain. So uh, that's really all I got for you for Cover 3. Just wanted to get past along a couple little notes here. I did get a couple texts on the Salmon Ash text line at 69187. I'll read this one from Big Dub Raider, and then we'll take a quick break. Big Dub Raider said, I really like that we're bringing Big Hank back. Doesn't have the big numbers, but a good glue guy for the defensive line. Go Raiders. So, yeah, I do too. I think that's, that's really good. And right now is when you can load up with, with uh, you know, personnel and talent, right? Because you know that you have 90 men that you can have on that roster. Uh, when, it, when it becomes a problem is when they got to cut it down to 53. That's when it becomes a problem. But right now, April 1st, you can have 90 guys. And so they'll have a lot of good dudes that they can take the camp and really compete and try to get a job try to get a spot on the roster and then go into, go into the regular season and make it happen. So uh, good stuff right there. Big Dub Raider, thank you so much for the text. We still got a few minutes left in today's show. You can hit us up at 702-365-9200 and also the Salmon Ash text line 69187, keyword R&R. What team or fan base is the most foolish when it comes to their team's success this upcoming season? Who is the one that is the most delusional because they've done some good things in the offseason? We'll get your thoughts next. Plus, my man E-40 representing the Bay. Ooh. He's doing something else. He is an entrepreneur. You know that, right? Well, he's got another venture. We'll tell you about that as well. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Radio Nation Radio 920. 
Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy, Q. Can't find the fake Vinny Bonsignor on Twitter anymore. I must have called him out, and they decided to delete the account. I don't know. I can't find it. I was looking for it. I wanted to send it to Vinny, tell him that he made it, but now I can't find it. This is a uh, – I don't even want to pass that along. It'll take too long to describe it. <laughs> I was, I had a little note I was going to pass along, but I was like, you know what, it's going to take way too much explanation, so there's no need to do that. I will check out the Samadash text line, though, at 69187, keyword R&R. Big Deuce, let's go 40 water with the goon with the spoon ice cream. How did I mean? Big Deuce hit us with the with the news before I had a chance to sit, to say anything about it. Yeah, I saw this. It's pretty cool. E-40 is releasing his own ice cream line. Goon with the Spoon, that's his food brand, putting out his own ice cream. E-40's got tequila. He's got all kind of different uh, different brands. He's got uh, beef and chicken sausage. He's got um, skewers, pre-packed meals, cookbooks, cooking shows, restaurants, fat burger, that's E-40. He's got all kind of different things going on. Of course, he's still rapping. He's been rapping for many, many years. But now he's got his own ice cream. So if you're an E-40 fan, you can go get your, uh, can go get your ice cream on. Going with a spoon. Got a text from Geese Mode. He said, it's us, Q. Like Ice Cube says, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's true. The Raiders have made some big moves. But like you always say, NFL teams don't win anything in March. I think we need to be a little more skeptical about all these changes and all the Super Bowl talk until we prune it on the field. That's Geese Mode right there talking about what team, that was my question, what team is more delusional? or foolish about their expectations for the upcoming season. He's saying right there, you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. The Raiders have made a lot of changes. Are you sure that all those changes are going to blend? And that's a great point. You know, again, everything that they've done, in my opinion, on paper, has looked great. I mean, it really has. Are there holes to fill still? Sure. No doubt about it. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you until I'm blue in the face, and it takes a lot to make me blue, uh, that there's, there's a hole in the offensive line. They need to absolutely address that. And then there's still uh, a veteran corner, I think, needs to, uh, needs to be signed and brought into the mix. I know they got Rocky Sin. I think he's good for, for competition. Go out there and compete with Trayvon Mullen. Go out there and compete with, uh, uh, with, with everyone else that they have in the mix. You know, of course, um, now I'm forgetting his name, uh, Nate, Nate Hobbs, sorry. Nate Hobbs is a former fifth-round pick. He's going to compete at all positions. He was really good in the slot last year, his rookie year, but he – in my opinion, is a guy that could play on the outside as well. Maybe he's in the mix for the outside spot. I just think that they need a veteran corner as well, another veteran corner to be added to this mix, whether that's Stephon Gilmore or somewhere or, or other. That would be a good thing. Um, I know a lot of folks would like to see them go out and try to get the Honey Badger. You know, I know he's a guy that's been uh, in the conversation with the Raiders for a lot, uh, you know, a long time, and that's not with the team. I'm saying with the fan base, they've been talking about the Honey Badger for a while. I can see that. You know, I, I like the additions that they made, but they, they do. I mean, to, to, to Gizmo's point, they've got to, they've got to make it work. They've got to find a way to, to get it all together and, and, and make the team go. Uh, my expectations for the team, I mentioned them on yesterday's show, at least 10 wins. They had 10 wins a year ago. I don't see them. There's no reason to take a step backwards. I know it's a new regime. I know it's a new system, but there's no reason to take a step back. If they don't get at least 10 wins, that's a massive miss. That's a massive disappointment. Now, there's obviously there's, there's multiple reasons why that could happen. 
But if they don't find a way to win 10 games, then in my opinion, that's just that's just something that that's, that's a fail. That's a fail. This team is not a, a, a it's not the Houston Texans. It's not the Jaguars. It's not the Jets. It's not teams like that that you just look at and say, oh yeah, they don't have a chance. That's not that's not the that's not the case. This is a team that's really good with some really good players. So they should have opportunities to make some make some moves. Uh, Big Deuce said it's the Charger fans for. A, as long as I can remember, they swore they were going to win the Super Bowl every single season. And I'll tell you, I've fallen for the banana and tailpipe a couple times when it comes to the Chargers. I've given them more credit than need be just because, again, on paper, they look like they've made some really good moves, and this year's another one of those years. They look like they've made some really good moves. You know, you trade for Khalil Mack. You go and sign J.C. Jackson. You've got your rookie that's a really good quarterback on a rookie deal. You've got your left tackle on a rookie deal. you got your uh, stud safety on a, on a rookie deal. I mean, there's a lot to like with what they have going on. I think a question that DeMond's asked multiple times, is their head coach really that good? I know a lot of people give that head coach, Brandon Staley, a lot of credit, but is he that good? Is he that good because he rolls the dice on fourth down a lot? That's all it is. I mean, that's you know, a lot of people are giving him that hype, you know, and, and really you could say, okay, so you're giving him a lot of credit because he does what people do on Madden. <laughs> they go for it on fourth down all the time. Don't use a punter. So maybe he's not that good. Maybe he is that good. I guess we'll find out. But I, I, I tend to like what they have going on. But for some reason, every year, every year, even when they look like they got something really good going on, something happens. Either they have some kind of big injury or just they, they miss a bunch of extra points or field goals. Their special teams unit is terrible. Something always happens with the Chargers where their expectations are never met. Danny, what you got? They're the Cowboys of the West. <laughs> They can have a great regular season, yeah. And then once playoffs come, they're out in the first game they play. Danny is—he's uh, a—he's a Cowboy fan that's been hurt. You, you're hurt. You're a hurt Cowboy fan, huh? I wouldn't say I'm hurt, <laughs> but it, it all goes back to the Cowboys. But it is—it is frustrating. I mean, what other what other franchises out there can have pretty successful regular seasons? and get double-digit wins, right? and then as soon as they hit playoffs, they don't know what a football looks like. Right. No, you're, you're right about that. I mean, there's I, as, as I covered the Cowboys for a very long time, you are right about that. And it's so funny because I used to always say, well, hey, they won the division, and people would call in and be like, we don't care about the division. That's old now. Uh, now what's next? And I'm like, well, you got to, I mean, hey, you got to do something first. You got to get to the playoffs before you can win in the playoffs. Okay, but now that they're in the playoffs, now what? And they – Find a way to dip out of the playoffs really quick, fast, and hurry every single time, no matter how good they look, so, or at least they appear to look. But that division doesn't help them at all. That division's terrible. No, yeah, it absolutely is terrible. But according to uh, Cowherd, apparently they got a new, better quarterback in that division. Did you see that? He put uh, they get Carson Wentz. He put Carson Wentz above Dak. Oh, jeez, are you serious? Yeah. Oh man, Cowherd lost all his credibility with that one. He must have he must have had a couple of cold beverages before he had that to say. And like I'm, I like Dak. I'm not. I like Dak too. I'm not like a ginormous fan of like oh he should be paid top five. Right. But I mean he gets he gets the job done. Right. No, I does, agree. He does struggle at times, and a lot of his stats and everything come in the second half of games. Tends <laughs> to have slow starts. Right. But. He's definitely not the second-best quarterback in that division. There's no. nothing that Wentz has shown no, him that says no. he's better. No, and Daniel Jones is not is not better at all. Daniel Absolutely Jones has not. many questions with him. 
Uh, so, yeah, you got Wentz, you got Dak, you got Daniel Jones, and then uh, and then you got Jalen Hurts. And he hasn't – I like Jalen Hurts, but he hasn't proven that he's going to be the guy yet either. And I think the Eagles still have a lot of questions. So, yeah, Dak's definitely the best quarterback. It's just that division's so kind of weak that, that I don't think they're challenged enough during the regular season. So when they get to the playoffs, they just kind of crap out. Or, or it just they look like they're a better team than they really are when right. they get there. So there you go. It is, it is what it is. Uh, Big Dub Raider said at 69187, keyword R&R. That's the Sam and Ash text line. Uh, fan base that's overhyped is the Donkeys. Too much unknown. New coach, new system for Russ. Average wideouts, go Raiders. That's from Big Dub Raider. And I can see that. I mean, and we've talked about that. You know, that's why it's, it's funny to me that, you know, Caesars already has them at 10 wins just kind of off the rip. Like, hey, yeah, they'll, they'll be at 10 wins. Russell Wilson's worth, uh, you know, getting them to 10 wins. I just don't see it. I feel like the Denver Broncos every year are, are similar to what the Chargers are, where they're super hyped up as well. It really, I kind of really feel like that. They get the hype. And last year, I was really confused by it. Oh, they're going to be the second best team in the AFC West. And I was like, how? How do you figure that? What, what do they have? Oh, that defense, man, that defense is going to get it done. Now, look, they have a much better quarterback than they had. They're apparently going to have a really good run game. I know they have running backs. They have some guys that are good. But I, I just want to see how it all comes together. That offensive line's got some work to do. Uh, the defense looks like it's supposed to be a pretty good team. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. What's up, boss man? I see that. Go, hey, make that money. Don't let that money make you. <laughs> My guy's out here having a good time at the T.I., I like that. He represents. He about to make that money. He's like, man. I, I think he might have been a little confused when you started yelling to him. Oh, yeah, man. I think, you know, this happens when a, you know, 45-year-old black man starts screaming at an 85-year-old. I mean, you know, it was, <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> No, he's out here having a good time, just like the rest of us are, man. We're at the TI. You want to enjoy Final Four action all weekend long? Do it right here. It's going to be fantastic. Free parking, 24-hour kiosks to get your bed on with, great drink specials, great food specials, just a great place to be in. A lot of water here, if you know what I mean. Come on by, hang out here at the TI all weekend long. We definitely thank them for allowing us to be here. Uh, women's basketball is up next. South Carolina and Louisville, Final Four action, followed by Stanford and UConn. What a great weekend. Damon, great work in the home studio. Danny, thank you so much for your efforts here at the TI. We will talk to you again on Monday. Have a great weekend. This is Radio Nation Radio 920.